Hello, everybody. This is Andrew Pond, Artistic Director of Eclectic Full Contact Theater, welcoming you to this special preview of Order for Vicky by Kiana Katablu, the next episode of our half-hour audio hour podcast, uploading March 14th. Order for Vicky is a comedic look at what role, if any, forgiveness plays in moving on from a bad situation, and what happens if you don't pick up your order at a coffee shop. What follows is an interview with the cast of Order for Vicky, Kaylee Osterman, and Maddie Sachs. We hope you enjoy. Um, awesome. All right. Well, thank thank you both for being here. Kaylee, in your case, actually being here <laughs> uh, physically. Um, but also thank you for uh, being willing to do this project as well as this interview. Oh my gosh, thank you. Uh, this is amazing. Right? I'm so excited to have projects to do. <laughs> I work with other creatives. It's been rough. Yay. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, I can imagine. All right. So so the first thing is what drew you to this particular project? And Maddie, I'll start with you. Sure. Um, so I actually got an email, uh, from casting reaching out, um, and asking if I was interested because, um, I know our director, Claire, um, we went to school together. Um, Claire actually assistant directed me, um, in a project a couple years ago. Um, this past spring, summer, whatever time means anymore <laughs> about thereabouts um claire and i were uh kind of uh, uh getting virtually gathering um with some friends some theater uh folks um around the city who were doing some play readings um which was really fun and uh i i've always been curious to the the uh podcasting audiobook voice acting world um so i was really excited uh to hear about this project and it was an easy yes for me excellent that's great um kaylee um i was really drawn to this project because it was such a it's a short and funny well-written script and it has a message that like i often personally need to hear um <laughs> and <laughs> And I just love pieces that can mix humor and honesty. And so, yeah, I was really, I read the script. Um, I got the, I got the same email. It's a little different for me because I am a company member. So right. there's that part. Um, but yeah, I got the email and read the script. It's like, um, yes, I want to be a part of this. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. And is this the first audio drama you've ever performed in? And if so, what was, I mean, what was it like to do that for the first time? And if it isn't, how did this experience compare to other audio drama experiences that you might have had? Maddie? Sure. Um, so this is my, I'm going to say this is my second. Um, the first one that I worked on um, was in December and it was actually an audio musical. Um Wow. <laughs> it was a journey um it was it was really fun there was a lot of really fun material but um the the process of it was certainly a journey um Oof. what we ended up doing was 
oh gosh, so we had Zoom up for a video feed that had mm-hmm. um, our music director, our director director, the playwright, um, and our we had an audio engineer for this. And essentially, okay. like at the first rehearsal, we talked about okay, what um, programs we had, what kind of uh, you know if we were on like a Mac or a PC. Um, and also what kind of recording equipment we had or didn't have. Um, so everybody kind of went around and we were mm-hmm. like, okay, so this is what I have. Would you like me to record in an MP3? Would you like me to record um, in a wave? There's just endless possibilities. And our audio <laughs> engineer, Dan, um, I'm convinced is just superhuman. Um, he was just like, yeah just do whatever i'll convert it and like turn it into whatever i need to and i was like what that is such a big job oh my goodness dan we don't deserve you um oh wow so effectively we had um the music tracks going in our headphones so that was like playing in our ear for us so that Mm -hmm. we would be singing into our mics directors on the zoom call would only be hearing our voices and giving us feedback that way. So there was even a couple of times where the music director was like, it sounded good. I can't hear if you're lining up with the accompaniment, but based on the rehearsals that we've had, it oh, wow. sounded fine. So if we have problems, we'll contact you. Um, <laughs> it uh, it was a ride, uh, but we did it. And I, I think it went well. <laughs> still waiting to hear back, but you know, that's been Dan still can so Dan Dan is still converting vocal tracks. Poor Dan, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's be converting vocal tracks for the rest of his life. <laughs> oh wow! So yeah, so so so, so <laughs> this a little bit easier. Yes, I will say uh, it's it's a little bit easier having uh, two voice actors recording two MP3 po- files to put together, and mm-hmm. then you know. Claire being our honorary, uh, what is it, folio artist and director. Yes. Um, yes, this is this has been a, a little bit more straightforward of a process. <laughs> Who, Kaylee? Um, so I'll also say that this is my second foray into voice acting because I have for the past year and a half ish, kind of yeah. about there. About that. I've been working on eclectics one of our other podcasts um throwing shade Mm -hmm. so i've been doing that since late 2019 Mm -hmm. and that is a completely different beast um it is goofy silly Mm -hmm. off the wall satire um doing all sorts of accents and voices and some of which you've written. Uh, some of which I've written so, now. Some of it's your so that's fault. fun. Um, and wh- whoever does the casting, you know, puts me as mostly a man. So, <laughs> and I say that because it's Andrew who makes not, me that. Not that I can uh, um, look. Look, you do well. That's all I can say. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> so, what's, but what's fun about that is that that was a that was a learning experience for us too because we used to do that live. We used to record it live in the same in in my living room <laughs> is where we used to record that seven seven or eight people all around mics in our in my living room recording that and then all of a sudden the pandemic happened and we had to learn how to do this. We've moved up now. We're in your office. Yeah. Ooh. 
I was about to say, people in the same room together, what's that like? I, I know. <laughs> it, was, it was so... that, But that's, I mean, that's one of the things that led to the thought of doing these projects was having to figure out how to keep that other podcast going and then going, well, we can do this with other people. And so it was, it was a really steep learning curve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, uh, what <laughs> going hand in hand with the last, what challenges did you face during this process? And, and I think I'm going to start with Kaylee on this one. Internet. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I just walked 15 minutes in the uh, snow and cold over to Andrew's because I couldn't get my internet to cooperate with me tonight. So here I am. Um, thank the Lord I live close. Yeah. And, and I couldn't get my car out of the snow to go to Dan's like I was planning on. Ooh. So... Yeah, but it's great. Um, Before all of tonight's debacle, I had planned to say, you know, the lack of physicality and like, I I like to touch people. I like to see people. Oh, shut up. (laughs) I'm a very physical person and a very physical actor. Right. Um, That's also been like kind of a blessing and a curse, though, for me, because like doing this I'm much less self-conscious about my physicality and like, oh, how do I look? How does my body look? All this thing. People are judging me. It's like, no, it's just my voice. Mm -hmm. And no one can judge that. Well, they can, but not in the moment. (laughs) But instead, it's the internet. (laughs) Hey, it's fine. I honestly would rather have that sometimes. Hey, that's Maddie. What what challenges what challenges did this process throw at you? Oh man, um, I will also say the internet. <laughs> it's uh, gosh, like connectivity issues, um, you know, and especially in in the pandemic times, in the COVID times, um, yeah. I feel like so much of our lives are now. Um, connected to the Wi-Fi, connected to our streaming services. Um, And when you live in an apartment building with many people and many wireless connections going every which way, um, you find out pretty quickly, like, ah, okay, um, (laughs) how do I minimize this um, as much as possible? That and, um, gosh, uh, interfaces. uh, This is my first time using um, the the program Zencaster. because uh, I don't know if anyone else has experienced this, but um, Zoom has a delay. Um, so that's also hard if you are speaking to someone, speaking with someone, singing to or with someone. Um, there's always going to be that delay. And it it's a little tricky to stay. <laughs> stay true to your course if you're like, oh, okay, hold on. You know, am I am I saying this to myself? Is this a... Is this a Wi-Fi delay or is this like a program delay? Um, mm. But yes, very steep learning curve in terms of, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say all the technologies. Um, and, and Grandma <laughs> Maddie here is just trying her darndest <laughs> to keep up with it all. <laughs> oh, I feel your pain so much. 
I am yeah, such an dude. old lady when it comes to technology. Oh, God. I miss the flip phones. I'm going to say it. I miss buttons and the flip phones. The internet's <laughs> nice to have in your pocket, but man. It's, well, you, 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 you know Motorola's come out with a flip smartphone, right? It's a flip touchscreen, which, like, yeah, I, I, I understand It doesn't make any sense idea. to me. Push things. Right. I, yeah. I, I understand the idea, but... In execution, I would just worry about like shattering the screen every time I like close it, you know? Oh, yeah. You can't I... like gingerly like <laughs> close it shut. You have to like snap it shut. Like that's yeah, what people what's... want, you know? That was the point of a fl- Yeah. Oh no, I I I cried <clears throat> the the first time that it was like I can't text just by pushing numbers a specific number of times to get the right letter. I was like <laughs> It was so much easier to text when I just okay. I need to hit eight. I need to hit number one three times, and then mm-hmm. <laughs> number oh five. Oh my gosh! Six and T nine. Oh my that goodness! So T nine. I didn't even have to look at my phone. Now on a smartphone, yeah. I'm like my finger. My thumb is too fat for these letter buttons. What's happening? You can't just subtly like text in your pocket anymore. You nope. have to actually look at your phone. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Uh. <laughs> it's. it's... <laughs> Gosh darn kids! <laughs> They're touch screens. Kids and little keyboards. Yeah. <laughs> However, we all—I'm <laughs> going to say this now, just so the gremlins leave us alone. I love technology because without it, we couldn't do this right now. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Please don't put it. Knocking on wood. Thank you, technology gods. Yes. We can't figure it out, but yes. I'm grateful. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what similarities do you find uh, between your characters in this show and yourself? And then, and, and then, uh, what differences? Um, I I find I'm finding a lot of similarities. Um, I'm I'm sitting here with a note on my phone with the answers <laughs> that I've kind of outlined for myself, <laughs> which is something so that wise, she does. Kaylee. In the show, (laughs) because that's just how, you know, to satisfy the anxiety of having to come up with answers on the spot. I was like, oh, I should jot this down and outline it. And so I'm I'm also a very organized person, um, very like conflict averse. I don't I don't like to confront people. I don't like fighting. I don't like conflict. I would rather just run away than ever approach someone and be like hey this is a problem um (laughs) um i've also not been in many relationships and i'm also bisexual this is my first bisexual character and i'm very happy about it so (laughs) yeah rock and roll um the the difference the main one is that whereas my character is not very emotional i am i feel all of the things so deeply so yeah that's it's been fun to kind of rein all of that in and just say you know we don't have to react to this we don't have to go over the top and have a meltdown we we just we're subtle (laughs) and it's so strange (laughs) Oh, and 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 Maddie, what about what about you? Um, <laughs> I I find myself sharing a lot of uh, similarities with my character Claire. Um, 
we are both jaded baristas just trying to get by and get through the day. <laughs> um, I... <laughs> You laugh. This is this is a very cathartic yeah. experience for me. So thank you, everyone. Oh, oh, I, 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 I fully, I fully believe you. <laughs> You've heard I, me I've, yelling at Vicky. I, I, <laughs> I have. I'm like, that's a, that's 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 coming from a, that's coming from a deep well of where the hell is this person <laughs> who has ordered who has ordered a, a a really complicated drink. I, I feel you. And you know what? It does happen a lot more often than you'd think. Um, there's there's a regular that does this at our cafe like every morning. She orders her latte. We tell her at the takeout window, like, okay, if you walk to the front door, we'll have your drink ready for you in two minutes. She walks away. And like this this cafe that I work at is on a corner. So I'm looking down the city block one way, looking down the other city block the other way. And then, like, walking to the corner and looking down both of those blocks. Nowhere to be seen. And then, like, ten minutes later, she's like, where's my latte? And I'm like, it's cold, but here you go. Like, I'm sorry. I don't really know what to tell you. Um, so I can also identify with that frustration. Wow, I love it. unfortunately, it means you don't get tipped. Um, I... Also really appreciate this um, of our playwright um, because I feel um, uh, <laughs> born and raised in Minnesota. Um, I, I think I identify with um, Claire's uh, journey in boundary setting, um, which is hard to hear and hard to deliver. Um, but I think is, is really important. Um, and uh, our director, Claire, shared with us uh, our, our playwright's thoughts about that. Um, and that mm-hmm. was one of the themes of this play um, is that, you know, you're not going to be liked by everyone sometimes. And sometimes people aren't going to forgive you for messing up. But, you know, we, we have to be responsible for ourselves um, taking care of ourselves, setting boundaries for ourselves so that we can move through the world um, giving ourselves what we need, um, mm-hmm. I guess, which is awesome. Um, sort of in a, in, a, in a similar vein that is also a difference, um, I wish I had the courage to stand on a coffee counter and scream my feelings at customers. I feel those feelings <laughs> and really want to. But I, I haven't I haven't worked up the courage to do that. I'm I'm working out of the Minnesota nice to be able to say I can identify with that. <laughs> um, I also <laughs> have have never experienced um, uh, living with a partner or a significant other. Um, so I can only imagine what that's like when if a breakup were to happen and having to mm. like exchange belongings after that. Oof. And oh, uh, it just makes me cringe. I didn't. <laughs> Breakups even are already think not fun, that. but man, y'all, like <laughs> it's 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 not pleasant. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what do you think is the hardest part of voiceover acting, Maddie? <sighs> um, I would say, uh, Kaylee kind of brought this up earlier that um it's 
it's strange to me um, as as a theater actor um, primarily. I've done a little bit of on camera. Uh, acting is also a pretty physical thing to me, um, mm-hmm. and and given the circumstances, um, I'm in my closet in my apartment where I can't stand up straight and I also can't extend my arms too far out to my sides. Um, and I don't have a ton of knee room in front of me. So it's, it's strange to have to move my voice in a way that's, I don't know, depicting physicality and using my voice to take up like a public space, for example, in a coffee shop where I'm yelling at somebody, come pick up your mocha. But like, you know, I'm in this tiny, tiny box around <laughs> me. Um, so uh, I, I miss the physicality of, of having space to move. And I, I also miss um, speaking to people's eyes and faces um, mm. and having the option of a high five. I'm a hugger. That's nice sometimes too. <laughs> <laughs> true absolutely uh kaylee yeah of course the physicality um but i also feel like i i check myself more with uh voice acting like i don't go a hundred percent as quickly and easily as i would in in live theater mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i get i get a little bit more like oh I'm being too loud or something and because I'm a very loud person and I know this and so it, it, <laughs> it's it's easier to just go all out with that in in on a stage I've only ever done stage acting so that's that's the medium I come from mm-hmm. um and voice acting is a little more reserved because you are in this smaller space in closets and studios and things like that that are a little bit cramped and a little bit strange and you're not there with the person so you kind of just feel like you're shouting at the air and which you are but yeah it's it's easy to just kind of get in your head a little bit and go oh no stop that you you're you're being a crazy person who's screaming at nothing and Arguably is actors anyways, but <laughs> true. That's true. fair. That's fair. That. Aren't we all though? <laughs> and and this is this is probably the most important question of the entire interview, mm-hmm. which is of course, how many hours of your life have you spent in coffee shops? Uh I think that's a I, I think that's probably a a, a little uh disturbing of a question to ask you, Maddie. Uh <laughs> since I now know that you're a barista. Uh, you really want to know the answer. <laughs> yes. How long have you been a barista? Uh, oh gosh. I've I've been in and out of barista-ing. Um I was on the Starbucks life for not quite a year, uh but I'm at about a year and a half at this new um independent coffee shop. Huh. Um and I'm also addicted to coffee and like the atmosphere of coffee shops. So work and pleasure. What do I want to say? I think I would chalk it up to... At this point in my life, I've probably spent maybe like four to five years time in a coffee shop. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Kaylee? Um, 
significantly less than Maddie, but still quite a lot. Um, I spent a lot of time at, in coffee shops at college um, with friends. There were some really cute ones we would go to study in. One of them had a fish tank in it, so you could just sit there for hours and watch the fish and drink your coffee, and it was oh, great. Um, it was adorable. And then... I, I spent a lot of time in coffee shops when I was living in Indiana um, between like work and appointments and theater. Like oftentimes I would have like a doctor's appointment up in the city and then rehearsal later in the afternoon. And so I just go and sit at a coffee shop for several mm. hours doing mm. who knows what, <laughs> because what else do you do when you live over an hour away yeah. from oh your rehearsals? So, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> I don't have that problem Shot anymore. Shot coffee and look happy. at the fish. I mean, <laughs> There exactly that that's life <laughs> <laughs> that needs that needs to be on a, a sampler somewhere on a pillow jug oh, coffee Haley and look at the fish Nemo. over <laughs> coffee <laughs> so yeah. over, over a latte maybe maybe two hours or two years total in, in coffee shops of, of mm. my 26 years of life wow. so <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm, I <laughs> Spent way too much, way too much of my life in coffee shops. Uh, I think we all have. I think we can all just say we've spent far too much of our time in mm -hmm. coffee shops. Um, well, that is everything that I could possibly ask. Uh, <laughs> probably not everything I could possibly ask, but that's everything that I've written down. So uh, thank you once again, both of you, for for doing the interview, and uh, thank you for being part of this. This was such a lot of fun and uh, it, it's sounding great. And that's really, that's down to, to the two of you. And I really oh. do appreciate it. Well, thank you. It's been really incredible. I've, I've absolutely loved this process. This has been so wonderful. You all are wonderful audience. I hope you feel the love because it's, it's felt in our respective little blanket forts and closets. <laughs> <laughs> so much love. Thanks for listening to this special preview of Order for Vicky by Kiana Katablu, uploading on March 14th. If you like what you hear and would like to support this podcast directly, you can do so at redcircle.com slash shows slash half dash hour dash audio dash hour. Speaking of coffee, podcasting is hard work and we could all use a little caffeine. So you can also go over to buymeacoffee.com slash EFCT and make a one-time or recurring donation to help keep us all awake long enough to continue making these projects. Also, don't forget to check out all of our other audio drama podcasts, including Deep Shadows, Cluster Bloody Bay, Monocyte, and Throwing Shade. Thanks for listening. And we hope to see you next time.